All right. Welcome, welcome to episode two of the Weiss Method. For those who don't know, my name is Wolf Hamill. Um, this is Elizabeth Hamill, who I am with. She is a Weiss Method practitioner, and I'm her nephew. Um, and I'm here to basically discuss the Weiss Method with her. Um, in our first episode, we actually spoke about what the Weiss Method was, the different things that the Weiss Method treats, a little bit of the background and the history behind the Weiss Method. And today we are here for episode two to discuss how energy works in the body, how that applies to the Weiss method and how this also applies to remote treatments. So we're really excited for episode two and we're glad to have you guys all here for everyone that's listening. Um, Elizabeth, if you just wanna go into it and start talking a little bit about how energy works in the body um, so we can better understand that. Sure, and um, it's another huge subject Wolf, um, and uh, it's important to make the point that what we're doing here is really um, a light touch on the high points um, of the subject matter and to really make small steps into it because um, the understandings run very deep in their scope and uh, we can only really touch the high points here. So it's just important to state that this is not the um and all be all and there's going to be a lot of content coming in this one so um please um once i get through the first run of it uh ask me some questions if you uh, want to open any particular point inside of that so uh let's make a start firstly um we have the honor of living inside of a very profound profoundly advanced um, highly capable and extremely trainable human complex body. This thing that we have had all of our lives. And um, so that along with the uh, electromagnetic intelligence that uh, comes along with the model um, of the human um, that is uh, what we're going to be looking at today, um, how energy works inside this amazing uh, complex that we've been gifted with. So uh, unfortunately, we don't get a manual at birth. Uh, we didn't get that and nobody got it. So it's part of our um, lifelong task to figure out how things work. Um, and uh, alongside of that, we have the human model. We've got a male and a female model. Um, and inside of that, each human is unique. There are no two alike. The model is the, the blueprint, the template um, is recognizable life to life, but there is a uniqueness inside of each and every human. And that's uh, a very important point to, to remember inside of this. Um, so now, um, the next step is to do with the fact that we have an extraordinary set of automatic systems. So these automatic systems are a, an array of ongoing um, uh, biochemical processes, such as, um, 
everything. I mean, can you imagine if you had to think about your next breath? Um, can you imagine if you had to think about, oh, I need to blink my eyes now. Um, or, you know, the fact that your heart beats to keep the blood circulating, um, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, these are very um, uh, important things that go on on a second by second basis. And, but we don't have to think about them, uh, thereby rendering them part of our automatic systems. And uh, what a gift that is um, for, in so many ways. Um, so that's a glimpse as to about the automatic systems. And then you can imagine that the other uh, array of systems are the, the systems that um, actually it's not so much the systems, it's the fact that we have free choice. So we get to choose, oh, I'm going to lift my arm. I'm going to put my arm back down. Um, we get to choose that. We get to choose so many things. Uh, and it's one of the things that separates us from being human, uh, as a human, uh, from other life forms on this planet we get free choice. And it's, it's interesting it's called free choice because actually our choices do come with consequences. And those consequences um, are not necessarily free, but we have the freedom to make those choices, no matter what the consequences. Nobody, you know, except for early on, you know, with our parental guidance, they're gonna try and guide us into making the right kind of choices. But generally speaking, adults um, make their own choices. And um, it's an important part of this story that we're telling about the Weiss method. So um, those are the two energetic overarching systems at play. And um, within the automatic systems, there are various uh, energetic centers responsible for different systems, such as the thinking center. Okay, generally happens in the brain. Um, then there is the, um, what we call the moving center, which energetically is based in the stomach area. Um, and then there is the instinctual center, which is the center that actually, one of its function is to keep us safe. So it's the part of us that, um, quickly pulls your hand away from the fire on the stove. Uh, so you don't get burned as an example. There's so many ways in which you could uh, think about this particular center. And that is just, that's uh, the automatic aspect of the instinctual center. It goes much deeper than that as each of these do. Um, and then the next center to think about is the emotional center. And that's located in the um, nose and the throat. Um, and that is to do with our connections with others. It's got a very, very high um, part as well. And it's how we actually um, can uh, perform all kinds of different higher functions in our, in our life. Um, and then the, the last center I'm going to talk about here is the sexual center. And that's located, of course, in the genitals. And that center is not just responsible for having sex. It, again, has a much higher uh, function than that. But that's an easy way to understand um, 
what it's there for. And uh, it is uh, all five of those centers play a very big part in our everyday life, um, particularly the moving center uh, located in the stomach. And I kind of want to focus in there because um, that is where uh, we train different habits. So any new skill we pick up, anything or anything we do repetitively actually gets lodged in the moving center. And it is um, basically, um, it remembers how to do something. It's like, you know, when you learn to ride a bike, how many times did you have to learn to ride a bike? Just once. Yep. <laughs> Rhetorical question. Everybody knows the answer to that one. Um, and so it remembers all that. It's part of its function. Um, and it will do uh, whatever it is we repetitively um, ask it to do. And, you know, I know we don't do that consciously, but if we do something over and over again, that's where it gets lodged and it and remembered. You can kind of get a sense of this is going with unwanted habits and addictions. Uh -huh. um, so the centers are one layer of the energetic systems at play inside of the human. Um, and there are uh, many other uh, energetic qualities um, that each of our, say, organs actually house. So each of our organs has a different and very um, uh, precise function inside of our lives. And that's a whole nother area uh, to look at. Um, and then of course, there's the soul and the spirit, which is our higher um, lives that um, uh, are a very important part of our ongoing scenario. Um, and as I said in the beginning, it's a huge territory and we're just going to touch on the high points here. Um, so why does it matter to um, know about these intricate systems? What, what's, you know, what, they're all working for us anyway, so why do we need to know about them? One, one may ask. And, um, and, and, and you may also ask, well, what does it have to do with unwanted habits and addictions? And the answer to that question is absolutely everything. Um, and not just as a practitioner, but it, it's, it's important that a person who wants to re release themselves from unwanted habits and addictions understand that um, really being conscious of things and how they work in the body does assist in winning one's life back. Okay, because um, becoming conscious of what is in the driver's seat of one's life um, allows us to make better choices. Okay, now I know that's going to, that's a, a, I think that's episode four. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're touching on, on why that's important here. We won't open that up until episode four. Um, so, um, the moving center, back to that for a moment, um, is one of the three, what we call ringleaders of, um, of the unwanted habit and addictive cycles. The other two players are um, the brain 
here in the thinking center. Um, but more the brain, because the thinking center is actually lodged in the brain, but the brain has many other functions inside of the whole um, than just uh, uh, the thinking center. Um, so the brain, the, um, the stomach, and the blood, those three are the energetic ringleaders of the habitual life. Um, I talked talk to you a little bit already about the uh, the moving center and how our habits and um, skills sets and everything gets lodged there. Um, and uh, whether we can change those habits, um, that's really, um, as everybody knows, it's not so easy. And, and yeah, it can be done. And, you know, that's where the wise method comes in with the unwanted habits and addictions is we do interrupt that cycle energetically at the root cause. Um, so to cap this small run in how energy works um, in, the, in the human body, realize that everything that you think about, everything that you have experienced in your life, everything that you believe in, everything that you long for, everything that you want, everything that you love is with you the whole of your life. And it actually lives in the bioenergetic field. It lives inside the body as well in some organs, but it, it also is lodged in the unseen parts of our uh, bioenergetic field, also known as the aura. Um, everybody's got one. There's no doubt about it. Uh, some people can see it and some people can feel it. It is absolutely uh, real and is a very important function, plays a very important function and part in our ongoing lives. So, um, and that's where we clean and rebalance a lot of things um, so that uh, a person can get a fresh start. So, um, yeah, that's really the the starter into this area. Absolutely, absolutely. And there's a lot of information there, obviously, but it's very fascinating. Going into the aura a little bit, how does that how does that work, energy wise? <laughs> so, everything that has a metabolic process also has an unseen world's part to that. Okay, because there's the physical part. Um, and then there's the part that the energy that that metabolic process gives off um, produces. And so it's, it's just, if, if you look at, you know, um, the physical part, right, that is at the clunky end of the bar, you could say. But the, it is a bar in that there are varying parts to everything that we see uh, that are more and more rarefied. So everything that lives has some sort of a, um, a casing, uh, a uh, unseen world's part to it. So can you, what was the question again? Just how, the, how energy and the aura works. Okay. So, right. So you're, so you're like, let's just say, take an example of an activity. You're you're going out for a jog, say, right? 
and you're running and you're expending all of this energy, right? And, and this is kind of a coarse example, but it, it, it works. And, and so you can just imagine that energy just sort of um, uh, clearing out maybe some of the pathways in your uh, bioenergetic field, your aura. Um, and, and that's what it does. And, and you feel, you know, more balanced when you come back because you've expended some crusty energy that you don't need anymore. <laughs> um, so there's, there's, you know, energy, um, it, it can become static energy, which is kind of like um, uh, clutter in, in, in the aura. So it's important, you know, that we take showers. That also is a very cleansing thing to do to um, clear out one's energy paths. It's, it's very basic. Water is a very cleansing aspect, both taking it internally and also taking um, uh, showers. That cleans the aura really nicely. So does that help? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think the next question is really just like, you talked about these different energy centers specifically. How does the Weiss method tap in with those energy centers when you're going about the treatment? Well, we don't necessarily tap into the energy centers specifically, but we do um, work with, and I think I mentioned this in the first um, episode, um, with a light touch, we do access some of the inner organs, specifically the stomach and uh, say the adrenals as well, um, also um, the brain. And, um, and all we're doing is using those meridian lines to access those to clean and rebalance things. Uh, we don't like change anything. It, it's, it's not like that at all. It is just about clearing and rebalancing things back to their natural state. And um, uh, some, that's why some things take more than one treatment, you know, because it's a little bit more stubborn. Um, but some uh, things can be dealt with with just one treatment. So, um, yeah, that's, that's why we, and, and we'll talk more about that in the next episode, actually, to do with the addictive cycle. Absolutely. And in doing that treatment, um, is that something that can be done only in person or is this something that works remotely as well? It does work remotely, um, which is an amazing thing. And it's, it's, a, uh, it's good to ask that question now while we just talked about how energy works in the body. Um, because um, I don't know if you're familiar with this, we call it the tuning fork principle which is that you take, if you have two tuning forks that are on the same uh, frequency and you ring one and the other one is in proximity, it will also start to resonate and ring without ringing it. Um, so that is what we call sympathetic resonance. Okay. So um, that is the principle upon which a remote or at distant treatment will work. And the way that it works uh, specifically in uh, with the Weiss method is that um, we require a photograph of a person in a specific uh, neutral type of posture. Um, 
and uh, the practitioner works with that photograph um, and the person being on the other end of a phone line. Um, so if you think of that picture of the person and the person themselves as the two tuning forks and then the energy um, going really through the air um, to that person from the photograph via the uh, practitioner, that's how it works. <laughs> so you don't have to be in the room. And it's actually um, proven to be very effective to treat remotely. Um, many times people feel much more relaxed in their own ecology. They don't have to leave the comfort of their home. You know, They're usually laying on their bed or sitting in a chair. Um, and uh, uh, there is a connection made with the, uh, the client and, and practitioner via Zoom. Um, so that there is some sort of physical, you know, um, connection there and, 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 you know, that we know what each other looks like and, and all is well there. And um, that helps with the flow. Um, and it would work otherwise, but, um, you know, we've got this to deal with too, the psychological aspect of it. And, um, and then, you know, it works just as well in the chair, but um, remote treatments are very successful. And uh, particularly in these day times of the pandemic, um, it has caused um, the opportunity for, for many people to, to be treated remotely where, you know, we wouldn't be able to do that, particularly in the early days of the pandemic. Um, so yeah, that's how they work. Absolutely. That's great to hear. That's great to hear. And it's great to hear that they're equally as effective being remote as well. Great. Well, I think we touched on a lot of stuff energy wise, um, you know, in understanding how energy works in the body and also how this applies to the vice method and how that can happen both with in-person treatments as well as um, remotely. Is there anything else that we want to touch on in terms of how energy is working in the body or how this applies to the Weiss method in this episode? I think we pretty much covered it, Wolf. I think um, there's always much more to, uh, to open up. And, you know, I think that will come in, in future episodes. Um, yeah, unless you have any other questions that come to mind at the moment. Absolutely. I think just the last question I'd have is, you know, I think this for some people might be more open to this whole idea and understanding of how energy works in their body than others. Um, would you say for the Weiss method to be as effective as possible, this person needs to be really open to, you know, understanding their own energy and how that works and being open to, you know, clearing that out, as you said? Such a great question. Um, and the answer is no. I've treated, <laughs> I've treated people uh, that <laughs> this one uh, person, I was just getting ready to treat them and, you know, right, they look right up at me and they go, do I have to believe that this is going to work for it to work? <laughs> and, and, and the answer was no. Um, it, it works regardless. The responsibility of the person really is um, after the treatment to um, allow things to settle in, uh, to, to respect the fact of it. Um, and don't, 
I've had some people like test it. Well, I'm just going to test this. I don't really feel like I want another cigarette, but I'm just going to see if, you know, and that's really, really stupid, quite honestly. Um, So no, people do not have to believe in how the uh, energy works in the body or anything other than the fact that, like I said, in the first episode, they just really want need to want to let go of the unwanted habit or addiction. Absolutely. That's great to hear. Well, I think it's been a phenomenal episode, um, episode two of this series. Um, In the next episode, episode three, we're going to be touching more on that addiction cycle specifically and how the addiction cycle works. Um, I know there's a lot that goes into that. So definitely looking forward to touching on that. But it's been a great episode um, for everyone that's listening. Um, by the time you're listening to this, episode three will be already be live. If you haven't seen the first episode, definitely go check that out to hear more about the Weiss Method and the background and how Elizabeth got involved. Um, but thank you for listening. And we're really excited to have you guys continue on the journey with us. Great. Thank you, Wolf. Sounds good. Bye. Bye-bye.